When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's an emotional time, folks. Kim Downs here. Very emotional, clearly. Stephen Donald also with the emotions, although that might be the hangover. Who knows? Uh, Babe, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't a week a long time in broadcasting? Uh, Really returning serve uh, after last week, um, Friday's comments. But no... (laughs) As you mentioned, it is an emotional time. I got emotional just listening to Staff's farewell. I don't know how we're going to top that, to be fair, Kim. But of course, this isn't the end for us. It is. You know? It is merely the beginning, my friend. <laughs> well, I tell you what, the beginnings are going to be. The beginnings are going to be when our alarms are going off at four thirty next morning, <laughs> next week. Uh, but uh, yes, no, we're getting awfully close to the the end of the end of the days for the year. And uh, yeah, I must say, I was listening to Staff's show here at the end, and uh, it was. Quite a lovely little piece there to finish with, uh, thanking everyone that's involved with his show and, and the listeners, which uh, obviously is exactly how we feel too. But uh, am I a bit hungover, um, Kim? Look, um, it was a slow start. It was a slow start to the morning. Um, but you can never be too slow when you've got three kids who don't understand the concept of give dad a day off. <laughs> Um, And I'm looking forward to what you have in store for a farewell later on as well uh, for our last show for the run home, Beeve. But yes, I'm sure many of our listeners will be aware, of course, you did have the, uh, what were we calling it, the Grins Classic, the Grins Vitational? It was the Grins Classical, though, if Manaya had actually um, piped up with his Grinvitational prior to t-shirts and uh, hats being made, uh, Grinvitational had some real merit. Grinvitational is... Would have loved to know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Would have loved an invite to the Grinsvitational, but that's just us. Uh, Win some, lose some. Uh, No, so this was, of course, a charity golf event that Beef was helping run over on Auckland's North Shore. How did it go? You know, it was excellent. And uh, obviously, anyone that knows what the weather was like yesterday, we were fielding calls uh, left, right and centre in the AM saying, are we still on? And, And we with no real science behind it, just said, oh, yeah, no, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Um, there's an old saying, you know, rain at seven, clear by 11. Um, so that's that's what we were banking on. And um, look, it was one of those Auckland muggy days that there actually probably was drizzle throughout the five hours we were on course, but it was just it was still nice and, and humid. And uh, I tell you what, wonderful day out there at uh, the Waimata Golf Club. Um I guess one of the star attractions, if not the star attraction, was of course a colleague of ours, uh, Kirst Stanway, making her golfing debut, and and she didn't disappoint. Uh, Very confident in her own ability because she uh, got on the sponsor's product very early doors and and heavy. Uh, So she was flying, um, but no, great day. We raised plenty of money for the people at Movember. And uh, so, yeah, all in all, Kirst, great day. Oh, sorry, Cal, oh. great day. Yeah, That's fine. That's fine. Uh, can I ask a question on behalf of everybody listening to the show, everybody participating yes. in the show, uh, everybody who's ever met a family member of Kirsty Stanway? <laughs> did you, with your own eyes, see her drive 280 metres off the tee? 
Look, I never saw the 280 drive, but a, I must admit, Manaya, the amount of hype and hoopla we've had around it. You know how you're on a golf course, and when you know people on a course, you can actually see, see them? And because I kept having a look, and yep, there's Kershaw. I'd watch every tee shot she did just trying to see mm. if uh, if there was this 280 drive. i got to give it to her. She has got a very impressive swing See, now. everyone well, says this, and nobody, I don't think anybody's ever called into question whether she has a smooth <laughs> swing or not. I said the exact same thing when we were planning for the show, uh, having watched purely off Instagram, yes. uh, and having got to witness it on Instagram, and I was like, gosh, she's got a good swing, it's and a Mania took shot. issue. But a good-looking well, shot does not 280 <laughs> metres make. So, I t- I t- <laughs> the funny thing, Benaya, is every time we crossed over with her group, I said, how are we going, team? How's Curse going? Blah, blah. Putting like a demon. And all I kept saying was, yeah, but how the drive's going? Yeah. And they just said, demon putter. So apparently she was at home on the green. I oh, also, yeah. We also had correspondence last night from her teammate Dylan from Sales, yeah. <laughs> who assured me that he was going to catalogue every drive she made over the course of the, uh, was it nine holes, 18 holes? 18. Uh I haven't seen any footage of it. I haven't seen any well, footage of it. Haven't heard any stories from what you're saying. Her putting was the star of the day. I think if somebody drove 280 off the tee, having just picked up a golf club two months ago, putting is probably not the first thing you would have brought up, would it be? Well, it's funny you say that there's been no footage from uh, our work colleague uh, Dylan because I have seen some footage, and that's of said team doing uh, subs. Uh, and for those who are not quite unsure, what I mean there, it's where you stab a can of uh, drink, and uh, in this particular occasion, a, uh, a grins, and uh, you drink it out of the little hole on the side of the can. So You, you that, may know it as a shotgun. <laughs> a shotgun. <laughs> that is uh, more familiar territory. Oh, you haven't heard of a sub before? Shotgun, though, yes. Yeah, shotgun sub. Yeah, interchangeable. Generational um, thing. Generational. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's the only footage I've seen of said team uh, at work, uh, Manaya. So, uh, yeah, we're still waiting for the uh, catalogue of 18 drives. Mm. Uh, and so did you make it the full 18, Beef? just knowing, like you say, that the sponsor's product would have been running pretty freely from the early early stages? Uh, yes, no, everyone made the 18, but I must say I've played a few uh, charity golf events. Um, I don't think I've walked into the clubhouse straight away after the 18 holes and felt a vibe that I was could have been any nightclub <laughs> around the world. Uh, there, was, <laughs> there was some people really enjoying themselves from an early start. As long as it was uh, all the money raised, it was for Movember, wasn't it? It was for November. Yep, we uh, we had a wonderful auction at the end of the night, and uh, plenty of plenty of money was uh, raised for November, which uh, was what it was all about in the end. Because there was a bit of as much as we do, you know, love to talk about ourselves. Uh, there were a fair few pieces of sporting talent out there, were there were there not? So who was yes. the best? Who was the best of the lot? Well, you'd go by the winning team, but I know for a fact he wouldn't have been the best golfer there. So an old halfback of mine, the great Brendan Leonard, his team. His team actually won the whole day, and I had fears for them because I know how bad a golfer Brendan is, but uh, <laughs> they somehow won the Ambrose, uh, the Grin Classic for the first time, but I think uh, some of the some of the uh, chat around uh, Eric Murray's form, um, Big Mahi came up, um, we were lucky enough to get Taranaki's finest in Geordie, he showed up, and he's obviously a phenomenal golfer. I was, I was about to ask who Taranaki's finest was, I would have said Conrad myself, but that's fine. No, well, Conrad was supposed to come, and then um, what's he, he got? No, he had a kids assembly. So, oh, that's very responsible. I yes. also actually, I really missed my opportunity there to be uh, all you know Taranaki's finest. Oh, I wasn't there, but you know, say la vie. Well, Moments you, passed. You, you were invited, um, but uh, I must have missed that one. 
you chose not to come. That's, it's, it's didn't like, turn up. Was it snail mail, was it? Were you sending it via courier pigeon? <laughs> no, was, was, it's just too wet I, for the pigeon to arrive at the moment. I, I was looking for a one-news feature, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe that uh, you decided not to promote uh, my brand on the One News. You uh, forgot that when you take a hiatus from the radio show, I'm the first one that gets called <laughs> in, I think is what happened there. Uh, Craig's text in 288 millimetres. Craig, no, no, no. We don't. We're not that derogatory uh, around here for the it, driving isn't it, distance. Isn't it brilliant that two hundred and eighty-eight just become part of the language here on the run home? But and it's it, also I, it's like one of those numbers that keeps appearing in the Bible, <laughs> seven, thirty, forty nights. Um, but I. The thing that keeps this conspiracy afloat for me is that she had a full 18 holes and many, many witnesses mm. to prove herself. And wasn't she uh, very confident, Beeb, over the last week that, that she didn't have a doubt in her mind that on uh, Thursday she was going to show everyone that, yes, indeed, she could drive 280, and yet we haven't seen anything. You you haven't heard anything? You were there on the day? We haven't seen any footage? She no. hasn't posted any footage. If if any of us know Kirst Stanway, if she hit 280 off the tee yesterday, <laughs> we would have seen it on social media, wouldn't we? Uh, quite possibly. <laughs> I, I actually thought she was going to document the entire round um, in the hope that we were going to see that 288 drive. But uh, no, we uh, we haven't quite seen it yet. But uh, no, all in all, wonderful, uh, wonderful day. And uh, yeah. But it may have a future that tournament, so next next year, guys, keep practicing. I know you're both early doors, and yeah. Well, where are you at in your golfing career, um, Kim? Might I ask? Uh, I'm kind of at the very familiar uh, mini putt stage. Yes, that's yes. that's my go-to kind of you know I'll win the odd holy moly round or <laughs> something like that. That's my uh, that's my vibe at the moment. Ollie's actually been talking about taking me to the driving range, but that's never come to fruition. So I'm starting to think that maybe he's just talk uh, yes. when it comes to that. I don't think I could go 288 though. I'll confess, I don't, I don't think, have that sort of strength. You know what, to be fair, Kim, I don't think Kirst can either. Uh, <laughs> I was actually at said driving range yesterday and there was a golf coach very near to me, near enough that I picked up he had a South African accent and I was waiting to get an opportunity to ask him, hey, are you blah, 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 do you know, like, could you confirm to me, this? I'm not going to record this, I won't, you know, I won't play this out on the show, man to man, she didn't hit 280, did she? Um, unfortunately, he was stuck in his uh, his lesson for the entire time, so I don't know. I didn't really feel comfortable interrupting just to try and stitch cursed up, but uh, I think I might have to get back out there and, and go undercover. I think so. That could be some of your finest investigative journalism. Right up there yes. with when I broke the story about uh, Scott Robertson coming in to yes. talk to New Zealand rugby on a public holiday. Oh. Did you not hear about that? No, one? I don't think I heard about that Kim. because our offices, of course, are right next to New Zealand rugby offices in Auckland. You call yourself yeah. a journalist. I well I and think you didn't know that I broke that I story. I did not know that you broke that because so many others were claiming credit. Well, they often do, don't they? <laughs> oh, it's I mean it screamed a one news feature that, but uh yes on the uh Beef, that's the second time you've mentioned a one news feature. I'm starting to think you've got a gripe. Oh, look, um, no, no, I, I, I uh, have a lot of respect for One News, um, especially some of the uh, reporters. Um, but no, interesting, Manara, isn't it, that uh, we're still, and while we've got said uh, One News reporter, when's this big news coming? Because we keep getting told there's some big news coming before Christmas, haven't we? That was the rumour last week. It's, it was floating around. Big so, news in regards. Rugby. 
We're still waiting. I don't think it's before Christmas. It would make sense to do it before Christmas. I'm not. Yeah, sh- I'm not sure there's big news before Christmas. I'm waiting on the Blackburns coach. I don't think that'll be before Christmas. Yeah, for me, I'm. I'm. I'm talking. You're talking All Blacks and whether anyone's signing things and. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, I'd like to. I'd like to know if it's happening because, I tell you what, there must be some other. There must be some other deck chairs being shuffled, as they say. From recollection uh, from the most recent press conference, I don't think there was going to be anything this side of Christmas. Yeah, that's because you don't know the right people, Kim. Don't oh, worry, I don't babe. spot them walking across the cafe outside the window. Don't worry, babe. New Zealand's premier investigative <laughs> journalist here. I've got us covered. Breaking story on Monday morning. <laughs> Monday morning, just in time for our show, babe. Great. 6am. We'll walk straight into it. That's the show sorted. Talking about... Uh Making headlines. Uh, I, mean, I woke up yesterday morning to a uh, mm. text saying, we've cracked it. Um, we're on stuff. Um, you oh, can't make the All Blacks from Timbuktu. Um, so <laughs> we got where we... Uh, I don't say we got where we wanted to go, but we got where we thought we might end up. We got somewhere, and this is, this is a segment, obviously far too late, uh, this being our last show of the year, but next year we need to make a We're Making News segment because uh, we both noticed this yesterday. We actually discussed it on the show. Um, yeah, you were clipped up. Um, <laughs> and I feel like the importance here is that we make this segment a regular thing to give you an opportunity to defend yourself. Because, again, it was bad enough when it was clipped up and put on the SENZ Twitter page. Um, but to then be picked up by stuff, again, accompanied by a photo of Bowden Barrett, it made it seem like you came off the top rope out of nowhere at Bowden Barrett. And I would say to anyone, go out there and uh, go back and listen to the podcast. That's exactly what he did. Uh, he went really hard at Bowden Barrett. <laughs> There's some sort of grudge there. So, so two bits of irony amongst that. I mean, first of all, about an hour later, I have to see his huge brother. Um, so I was, I was worried I was going to get whacked or something there. But No, no wonder uh, you called him Taranaki's finest. Yes. And then, and then secondly, I've bumped into so many people around the streets in the last 24 hours and say, hey, loved your article. I didn't write the article. I didn't write the article, okay? Something completely agree with your article. I didn't have an article. Somebody who's trying to find some news in the newsroom at Stuff thought they would just uh, make up an article. Well, not make up an article, but just listen to the run home and, and go from there. Well, the great part about it was that it was it was set at about 6.55 with five minutes left in the show. And you weren't referring directly to Bowden Barrett. You were just saying, you can't, like, if you want to be an All Black, you've got to stay here. You can't just you know go anywhere. And that's always been the rule. Uh, that, that has been twisted by journalists inferior to Kim and I. Well, no, I was going to say, I was, I was fielding texts saying, why does Beef hate Bowden? <laughs> <laughs> I've literally just filled up, my, uh, filled up my car as I'm coming into the show here tonight. And uh, someone wants to get past me because I was waiting for a particular line at the petrol station. And he taps on my window and uh, I wind it down and he goes, oh, can you just go, oh, hey, Beaver, how are you? I go, hey, mate, how are you? And uh, he goes, hey, don't tell anyone, but really agree with your thoughts at the moment. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I mean, what? Is, is no one else allowed to say it? Oh, jeepers. So, yes, it was, uh, it just keeps coming at me. 
And yeah, as I say, I was, I was around uh, obviously Bodie's family and his very good mates yesterday, mm. so I was very nervous about how they would receive me. Um, did, being, did they mention being a, it? No. Well, actually, some of his mates did. Um, and uh, I, I, I think they read between the lines that it wasn't what we were trying to achieve. Um, but I'm not uh, sure anyway. if they did, Beef. I'm not sure if they did. I reckon they saw the headline. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, too, where the headline is a bit silly, too, is Timbuktu is actually a New Zealand sort of saying, isn't it? Mm. So you could actually make it from Timbuktu because that's the sort of... Um, also oh, no, you've tied yourself in a knot there. I was, you have uh, absolutely tied yourself in a knot. No, Timbuktu is a real place, but... Oh, is it? It's, it's not just a... Oh, it's not a mythical town. What? I wish I wish this happened before the blooper show. Uh, <laughs> Sam and Steph just, uh, well, where is Timbuktu? In Nepal, I believe. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So you can't make it from Timbuktu. Well, no, so, absolutely you can't. So, 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 the headline is, so the headline is accurate then? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I, th- I, I will go for one correction. Mali. <laughs> oh, of course. As we're, yes. As we're Timbuktu. The North African country. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, well, learn something every day, Tim. Learn something every Sunday. We're all learning. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think the union teams are like in Timbuktu? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, dust, uh, dusty fields. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going on a tour there. Um, speaking of said bloopers, uh, we, I heard that they're running a bit of a bloopers segment. Is that uh, station-wide or just their show? Well, it was a full two hours. Uh, they definitely covered off all of the station. Uh, but don't worry, Beep. i got all the parts that pertain to our show, and we'll play those out after five o'clock. This, uh, this is really just your last chance to defend yourself. In various situations, but if that's what the next two and a half or so hours are dedicated to. As long as there's no um, swearing when it comes to me stuffing up a live read. Uh, what? I've oh. never heard you swear in my life. Well, we, 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 well. You've got the vocabulary of an angel. Well, thank you. You thank weren't you. listening at 6.30 a couple of Thursdays ago. <laughs> um, many meetings were had about that one. Oh, folks, can you tell it's almost Christmas? We'll be right back.